and I have to keep coming back to my knees and listen to the feminine elders. That's it. I'm in service to you. And that is a place of joy. Actually, joy is also allowing every part of your soul or your six personas your map to sing together. Hello, everyone. Here we are. Here we are. How are you today, Erica? I'm fabulous, actually. I've just had a, a lovely cold swan holiday down in my caravan in, in the Alps in southern New Zealand. So I'm oh. feeling rather... In the <laughs> Alps? Like you were sitting in a hot bath with snow? Yeah, it was snowing when we got there. So we have this uh, enamel tub outside that we just chuck branches under. We literally fire bath ourselves. And it, it was snowing when we were down there. And Amazing. what planet it is that's really bright at the moment. I think it might be Jupiter. But yeah. the moon is full. And oh my God, the starry skies down there are just insane. Yeah. I so can't wait to go, actually. That just sounds like heaven to me. And it's it's very much connected um, hi, Jo Josie, lovely to see you. It's very much connected to what we want to talk about today. I don't know about you, but there has been, I have heard from a lot of people that they have had bursts of anger coming out in this last week or so, um, really intensely. I, I had some, not directed at someone, I, I need to put, but just this wave of a big no. And I was like, what? It felt too much like, Whoever thought of me being too much, Erica, I know it's really hard, but I had that internalised voice of, my God, for fuck's sake, that's an overreaction. And yet I've heard from many, many people that they've had this intense emotion or, or anger come up and I've spent the whole week analysing it and downloading what it's about. And I reckon I could go for seven hours. Good news, everyone, I'm not going for seven hours. But I think I've got an understanding of, of what's going on. Have you experienced that? I just want to ask first of all, Erica. I've had the pangs come through really strongly. I'm processing some stuff with Leanne, uh, one of our mentors, who's helping me um, with you know, working through some some stuff within myself. She's a healer and she's she's absolutely brilliant. So I have been, I've stayed really soft and mushy. I haven't gone to the really angry places. I've gone to a, quite a protective place. I've actually been quite protective of myself, of um, of those strong masculine yeah. energies. Um, it's probably come through a bit with my kids, but honestly, no, I, I've been really sheltered from it on purpose because I'm feeling quite vulnerable at the moment. But well, you've gone underneath I, it. You've gone underneath it, which is even better. You've gone because it's not hard for you. You could do the anger stuff, but to do the mushy stuff is, as you say, it's that's a challenge, is it not? Oh, it's the it's the hardest thing I've ever done. Take me to anger any day. I'm happy to tell someone off if they need to be told. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely fine. Or tell someone how fucked the world is or yeah, no, this is the hard stuff for me. Yeah. All right. Can I see if I can explain this? And I've been thinking about it all week and it's very raven. And so it can sound, I feel vulnerable sharing in such depth of raven, Erica. I'll put that out there straight away because for other people would go, seriously, but it's accurate and it's actually true. And even if it might sound a little bit strange, I would say to people who are watching this live, welcome, Judy, um, I would say just see if it resonates with you and, and then sit with what I've talked about this week and just see, does that make sense? Is, is this possibly happening in me? I've been talking about the feminine bird age coming through that we were at an end of an era and lots of different modalities of healing are talking about that as well. Like that, they're naming it. We have different language, that's fine, but we're talking about the same thing. And I think the 1960s were the start of what I call the persona bird age coming through was the feminine coming through, but it got crushed pretty badly in the, at the end of that decade. We studied that in our history classes um, with the personas. But what happened, and I got a sense of this a little while ago, but what's just happened, I think, was it three weeks ago? I'm not sure. When Queen Elizabeth died, it was actually the death of the it was the end of the Elizabethan II era. There's been two Elizabethan eras. It was the end of the second Elizabethan era. And I watched the funeral, Erica, and I've got lines, so I've watched a lot of monarchy stuff. 
but it was different for me this time. And there's the 96 gun salute and there's the drums beating. And what I realized from my Raven perspective is that it was actually signaling, signaling the end of the animal age of the lion, dog, beaver age and how we'd known it, that that was actually ending and that there was a funeral for themselves, for that whole system, that all that, the military, the church, that wealth, the parade, all built on genocide, slavery, child labour, all of that ostentation that was there for the elite who get seen in an almost deified way of almost being, um, you know, like mini gods in some way because we don't have because we don't have a sense of spirituality ourselves, they've been a replacement. But that myth, that myth died then. And since then, I'm extraordinarily excited to hear and see, but we've had Liz Truss, God bless her little cotton socks, the new UK Prime Minister. <laughs> Owen Jones from The Guardian in London said, she's running a death cult. She's here to kill the Conservatives. She's doing a fucking awesome job. She's absolutely horrendous. Today, the polls are for the Conservatives in UK that they would lose every seat in London, every seat. There's 37 points behind Labor. And she's out there doing the old masculine message. It's growth, growth, growth. She's got this demented look and eyes. It's growth. And they're going, yay, fuck off. No, that's actually not how it is because that overt consumerism, extraordinary tax cuts to the wealthy, austerity for the poor, everyone going backwards in their standard of living horrendously, child poverty, starvation, hunger, kids who can't get through the months where they're not at school because they can't eat, there's not enough. The myths about Great Britain, my husband said it needs to be called Little Britain now, but I think there was a TV show like that. I don't think you should call it that. But it's like, fuck off, you're not great anymore. It's crumbling before our eyes. Putin, who has been an absolute arch dictator, is suddenly losing the war left, right and centre. And this week, for the first ever time, people within his ranks have spoken up against him. Now, no one has because I don't know if you've known, but there's been all these oligarch deaths that have happened, these murders happening at least, I think it was 15 or 17 to date, where they suddenly jump out of windows, all of them, like the removal of opposition. This is very much the dark masculine line way of being. And it's dying and it's not going to work anymore. And they think bringing out these old ways of being will resonate, but it's not. They're actually bringing about their own deaths, as every line and every masculine does with overreach. So we're at this extraordinary time of history. And in the last few weeks, I, I predicted we're at the funeral of Queen Elizabeth. Then the next three to five years would be astounded by the rate of change. I'm astounded after three weeks, Erica. Absolutely blown away. The, the revolution that's coming in Iran now, where the women are cutting off their hair and wearing their hair and their mothers are dying and so forth, and they're going. I am astounded by the signs of the feminine rising everywhere, but it's happening in us. It's happening in you and it's happening in me. Have I made sense so far? I'll just stop and, and catch my breath because I'm always worried about talking about these incredibly big global themes which are very Raven-esque. But I think I think if I if I translated that to neutral, what you're saying essentially is we're getting strong messages that there's more to life. There's 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 another way of being that's can make us feel valued and, and valuable other than lion, dog, and beaver. So yes. you talk about this a lot, you know, lions, they want power, beavers want control, and dogs want attachment. We know that that is not the way. Our souls know that that is not the way. And now we're getting our first taste of what it would feel like if those things weren't the meanings of our lives anymore. There we are. And that's coming up in people, and it's challenging for some, like... It's really like I have seen the anger outbursts you're talking about and and other, you know, and people around me as well. It's not comfortable. Like oh, change not. is never easy. And when it when it becomes about what's important to you, you know. Yeah. Even more, even more. Thank you. Thank you for translating. I need this. That's why I need Erica. I need the our neutral to come in. So what does this mean? So the angry outbursts that have come out this week. We were raised in a world where it was lion first and then we had all these um, masculine first and masculine is best first, entitled, 
it goes fast, whatever it wants is right, it doesn't want to be questioned, I'm, I have a right to do what I want. It has a, everyone, anyone of any gender who has a very strong masculine inside of them, I tell you what, we've got a big humility lesson happening right now, mm -hmm. right now. Hi, Michelle and Laura and Celeste, so lovely to have you with us. So my masculine this week fucked up, if I want to give an example, where my masculine wants things done now, it's like this, it's done that, and I'm fast and direct. And someone who's very in touch with their elven swan came in and said, don't rush me. I need time to process this. And inside of me, I've got this screaming roar, like I haven't got time to wait. And all they wanted was 24 hours. But that was too long for me. Like, I don't want that. Not that there was a, any altercation or anything, but I could feel this tension inside of me. And what I've been feeling inside of the strong masculine in me, anyone who's got strong masculine out there, masculine, neutral, feminine, have a think about this. But we, we actually are all colonialists. Mm -hmm. Everyone with a dominant masculine is a conqueror. Mm -hmm. And we sacrifice happiness. We sacrifice family we sacrifice relationships we sacrifice everything to conquer and for glory and success when we're in child in child can I stress that in child and we get entitled and we expect that we should be able to live the life we want because don't you understand can't you see that's just who I am and I deserve it and and I, this is what I'm about and I shouldn't have to do that other stuff that other people do that's the entitlement arrogant of the masculine and every masculine right now needs to to fall to their knees, if you like, and take off the crown and say, it's my turn to shut the fuck up. It's my turn to listen with respect to other points of view, which I always think in child are less than. So the neutral saying, what about this? What about this? What about this? And the feminine saying, I'm feeling this. I'm feeling this. I'm feeling this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard it. Yeah, no, you didn't. What about that inside of me? What about my feminine in me? What about the neutral in me? No, my masculine's taking over. Thank you very much. I've got to go, 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 go. So we've got this changing of the guard. We've had a death of the here, worship the king, the, the royalty, the masculine power, and they've got to come third now, Erica. They've actually got to do the stuff they've not wanted to. And it's really difficult because the entitlement goes right through our very beings. You've got strong masculine. Can you relate to that? Oh, hugely. It's relinquishing that control, like you said, taking off the crown and admitting we fucked it up. Yep. Our way does not work. Capitalism in the way that it is now with, you know, with everything that goes wrong, trickle down economies, like we got it wrong. You know, we've hurt the planet, we've hurt people, we hurt ourselves. You know, no one's on their deathbed going, yeah, I got the most power. I'm stoked. I had a great life. They're going, why is no one here saying goodbye to me? Why Why doesn't anyone love me? You know, it's, and neutrals have to admit that we're getting it wrong too, because we are blocking we are enabling the masculines and we are blocking the feminines. We're standing in between the two and actually yeah. making making the masculine power of vision possible. Yeah. So actually stepping back, taking the crown off, I actually love that visual and actually saying to the adult and elder feminines, we're going to listen to you now. We're not even yeah. going to tell you how to do it. You tell us how you want to do it. Tell us what has to happen now. Tell us how we have to protect the land, how we have to honour the land, how we have to slow down, how we have to feel things through our bodies, how we have to feel things through our heart, how we have to step in alignment with our soul because the planet can't wait anymore. And this is what's happening in the bird age, starting with swan, which is base chakra for the seven birds that come forward. It's the swan where you've got to hear the call of nature now. Like it just, it, it, it has to happen now. If I, I just point out that Liz Truss, talking about growth, growth, growth. This is the dark masculine way of I can have the greatest, I can live this really wealthy, entitled life and I'll consume, consume, consume and I want more sales, more sales, more sales, more sales, more sales. If we are on that trajectory, which every dark masculine is, we're fucked. It can't be. And we destroy the planet. She's also about to destroy 257, I think, pieces of legislation for environmental protection that we should exploit the planet as much as possible because it's the innate line way. She actually looks seriously unhinged and it's not popular. It's not going to work. The, the masculine, I foretold this a while ago, if I can 
my raven can just say this. I like I like to say I saw it before so people don't think I'm mad. But I did foretell it a while ago. Judy will back me up, so will Joe Josie, that how things used to work will suddenly not work and people are going to go, oh, my God, what the hell's going on? Like this formula always worked. I did this, this. I edged them out this way. I speak badly of them. I push my way forward. I don't have to change. I don't need to listen to you because what I'm promising you, says the lion, like everything will be fixed by then, everything will be great. So I don't have to do the hard stuff because it's all going to be great by then. Shame that it's not, but there we go. Um, so really, really interesting that it's not working now. The formula is not working and it's not working with this, within us. Oh, yeah, and so there was some young royals were taking their titles away in Denmark this week as well. Boy, they, that, those little privileged peacocks weren't happy. Erica, poor little darlings. They're just going to be called something else as an after effect, not prince and princess. So duchesses, I think they got instead. Yeah, that they got instead. Yeah. Devastated. So, oh, it's just so fascinating. So anyway, we're, it's hard to stay on track with this because it's really, really big. So why did we have outbursts of anger this week? I'll just tell a little personal story. This week, I went back and did something that I vowed I wasn't going to do. And I can do and I'm good at, but I don't like doing. And so I did it. And after I did it, it doesn't matter what it is. Well, after I did it, as I was in the process of it afterwards, I've just got rage coming out of me. And I thought it was a really dreadful overreaction, Erica. Like I'm judging myself from neutral about that any intense emotion is a sign of weakness and lack of control, lack of self-regulation, just not okay. But I'm a raven and a nightingale. And I actually know that rage like that, righteous anger has to be heard. And so I had a listen. I went inside. It took me ages and I had to go back to the forest with a few of you, including you, Erica, to work it out because I had that's the only way I could process it. And I realised I've gone really deeply against what my soul wants for me now. And my joy line which is what we're coming to today, what joy is and what joy isn't. But really what we're talking about is the rage is coming up in people to say a line has been crossed and has been dishonoured. It's a situation is dishonouring my truth. A way of being that I am imposing on myself is dishonouring my truth, which that was me. It could be another person out there is dishonouring me and I've allowed that previously and I can't do it. It's like it's a boundary going, stop, no. This isn't okay for my soul. And that's happening everywhere. Now, fire comes up to burn the old. So you walk through fire over hot coals to shed things that don't work anymore. And people can want to avoid fire, but fire is great for change and transformation. So there's parts of ourselves that need to die off now. So it will be where the masculine is overly dominating within us and saying, so you've got to do this. The, mas the neutral does the fucking worker bee stuff. So if we do the bee analogy, you've got the queen bee, and so you've got the government big bosses and corporations and the wealthy elite. And then we've got the worker bees, which is the neutral so form where it's really hard just to survive. Work, 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 work. And that's the meaning of life. Oh, and then we look at the feminines and we go, oh, they're pathetic, aren't they? I mean, I've said it myself. You've said it, Erica. I'll throw you onto a bus. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're pathetic. Look at them. They're so teary. They're so broken. They're so unwell. They're so unfragile. They're so these. They're so silly. They're so joking around all the time. Fuck's sake. And it's really, really interesting because I only realised this week and I'm really shocked. I mean, I've only been doing archetypes and personas for 22 years, but I only got this one this week. That we view the parrot, the dog, the sparrow, the nightingale, even the elven swan. Elven swan and child is neutral. In adult is feminine. A raven child in, a ra the raven child is masculine. In elder, she's feminine primal feminine we've viewed them all anything feminine as less than as inferior as not good enough and so when we show this part of ourselves and let this out the neutral in us shuts it down says i've got to do work i'm not secure be the busy bee and then the lion goes i'll go away the masculine goes i'm doing this i haven't got time to listen to you don't interrupt me now what i want is the most important thing in the world get out of my way so we do that in our relationships and we do it within ourselves and so I then thought, okay, I need to work honouring my joy line. And so that means I have to bring out, for me, it's three and five in our maps. For me, it's parrot and peacock. Cool, blimey, they're a bit loud and colourful, aren't they, Erica? I mean, seriously, in a neutral world, our world, while it's overall arch for thousands of years as masculine, 
The neutral came in very powerfully with the Age of Enlightenment 250 years ago and the Industrial Revolution, and we all became good little worker bees. Like you get training, you can be paid middle class quite well, but you're still worker bees. You're still worker bees, and that's what it's about. Soul, heart, it's not a priority. In child, it's not a priority. Of course, it is an adult. I'll just underline that. The arts, creativity, soul food, joy, connection, if we get too close to those things, that we won't accept the way our world is. We will not accept this, this hierarchical system. And that's why we're all forced to work harder and harder for less and less and not have time for any of that and told that it's frightening to survive. So we never touch our souls. and We don't get to hear from our heart and our intuition. It's worked bloody well. Well, no longer. With the Queen's funeral, I could literally feel and sense a demarcation in history. If you study history, I've studied history. That's one of my best subjects at school. Absolutely adore history, reading it from the age of 10. You, they'll, they'll talk about this down the road. I promise you our historians down the road will view exactly the same thing. I'm just getting it from a different source. This is what's happening. From that point, it's like that, that can no longer be the status quo. That can no longer be how it is. And the birds in us are mounting a grassroots revolution. So they're feeling anger that what we've put up with before we can't put up with it anymore. I can't sell my soul for that masculine thing or neutral reason ever again. Like I can't. I literally can't hold that anymore. And I got it, so I'm not going to do it. Other people have got it about this or about that. Wherever, say we've got another analogy, not just the queen bee analogy, but say we've got the zoo, that we've got a, a, a zoo. Who set up zoos, by the way? We've got a zoo just down the road from us. It's absolutely tragic to go to. Well, it was the royal, it was royal and, and very wealthy people thought they collect animals in cages, collect exotic beasts and birds and because they like to look at them, you know, for their pleasure because they're entitled to them. They'd like to do that. There's no sense of empathy of understanding what it's like to be in a cage. We just had an elephant who lived her whole life here, 65 in Perth Zoo, Erica, and she used to be chained in a concrete one and then she had a bit bigger one. But you go to the zoo and you can see the boredom, you can feel the grief and the boredom of the animals there. It's absolutely soul-destroying. You think, how fucking disconnected do you have to be to even think that a zoo is a good idea? But, you know, the wealthy elite did and so they were. And then the worker bees, the beavers come in and they set up the cages and they set up the programs and everything's done. Meanwhile, where's the feminine? I've talked about this before in the Cellmates to Soulmates course, and I've talked about it in all my work, The Feminine Rising, and I've talked about it in the mastermind classes and everything that I do. The grief of us not having valued or understood the feminine and having minimised and diminished who it is and written it off, and I have done it, we've all done it, has been a terrible injustice to every feminine, every persona inside of us, the feminine in all of us. And now this work where we go forward is going to be redefining and don't you dare play small anymore. You Don't you dare stay in child. Overwhelm. The feminine has to be the leader. The beaver neutral can help get those feminine values out there and the masculine now must be in service. It mm -hmm. is not to be served. It is to be in service, to champion these values. And it has to happen now and it has to happen in our lives and how we sold our souls before we're not going to get away with it. We're going to arc up here and go off here and be really distressed about that. That's your soul talking to you people saying, no, don't you realise there was a changing of the guard with the funeral? We've had the funeral. It's a new life now. You may now speak. <laughs> welcome, people. Please chime in and any questions are welcome. I'm sitting here taking it all in. You're, you're speaking my language, Katie. I love I love this stuff. And like, you know, I'm primary owl. So I sit and I listen and I take it all in. You absolutely stunned me a, a minute ago. I had a bit of a personal realization when you mentioned that an adult raven persona is a feminine persona and an adult Alvin Swan is a feminine persona. That is my joy line is three five that is raven and elvin swan my joy line is feminine yeah it's bringing in my feminine which explains so much yes because joy has always been really hard to pin down for me yeah. because i'm very analytical and you know joy is something you can plan to do i'm going to be joyful on saturday when it's my day off yeah, we can plan that we'll have a picnic we'll probably drink some alcohol because that's generally what we do when we joy yeah that's what people think is joy um and it's so fucking not 
like joy is in us when we're babies we're joyful you know we build shit around us to keep us from joy as we yeah. grow up and we put our masks on and it's so interesting to me because I'm finding joy in the strangest places now oh, I love that tell me I I find joy when I'm vulnerable and when I'm very still and mindful but most of all I find joy immediately after I've had a period of being grateful for something so to me those are so they are totally go together and it's you know being in Wanaka I'm I'm a bit of a princess okay I'm not your typical swan I don't love the caravan okay we don't have hot running water the power is a bit iffy so oh, I don't I, think I'll be coming <laughs> I don't love that but I'm so grateful for that place my husband planted trees on that place 25 years ago oh my god and there are hundreds of bellbirds and I woke up grateful hearing them I you know there's an outhouse with no door on it okay I'm grateful for the birds and the trees it was it was just constant reminders of how beautiful life is it snowed I was grateful for the snow for fucking days. that's joy yeah and, and it's actually deeply enriching on a soul level and moments of joy are when there's you're deeply present and you're deeply home here to see what life is really about mm. And it's about connection. It's about presence and connection. And yes, it's gratitude. Totally. It's and so what I think has gone out in the world, as we've been living in this masculine hierarchy, they're the greatest, the king, the best, entitled, and yet pretty awful and pretty arrogant. And when they can't see that, and when I didn't see that as I was in my first marriage as well, um, I would say, Erica. I look back now at the things I said that I thought was beneath me and I had the right to just do as I wanted and, and to avoid what I didn't want. And I'm really quite appalled. I didn't know any better. I do now. I do now. But the, the king, the lion's crown is now, it's been buried and I'm on my knees to the rest of my map. And I have to keep coming back to my knees and listen to the feminine elders, feminine, feminine, feminine elders. That's it. And it's like I'm in service to you. And that is a place of joy, actually. Joy is also allowing every part of your soul or your six personas of your map to sing together, to actually be doing what they're here to do. So, Judy, it's three and five, so it's your third persona and your fifth persona because third being joy is number three is relationships. So it's relationships and how I love to connect to people. And then five is my dream going out to the world what I'd love to have and so you put my dream of how I how I love to connect and my what I'd love to do and be there's your joy line when you start feeding that line and we only realized this a little while ago which was very exciting so it's about connection it's about presence it's about possibilities but it's about presence and it's that everything is enough right now as well Erica it's not this hunger which the masculine has when I get here, when that happens, when I'm paid for this, when I live in this house, my God, have I got that strongly with a lion peacock on my masculine side. So there is, it's about a joy of beauty. It can be music. It's presence. I was driving to pick up my granddaughter yesterday because Tuesdays and Fridays, here we go, are my absolute favourite days of the week and I get to be with her. I get to spend time with her and just watch as this little being evolves. This is my raven, actually. Would you be? This is my elder raven being emotional now. And as I drove, then I'm listening to this great classical music and she listens to great classical music with me all the time. She sings and talks to it and we talk backs and forwards. And I'm what a privilege. You know, not everyone gets to have that. The gratitude I feel that I have that opportunity because you do fuck it up a tad. I don't know if you're fucking it up, but, you know, when you're a parent, you don't know enough and you do fuck it up a bit, but you've got a totally different perspective the next time around. And you can come in with that holding and that heart and that love, which I just channel right through and just seeing and being. And I was just as I'm driving there, I'm in absolute utter contentment and I see the trees and I'm really present and I'm really present when I'm with her and that's joy that's joy now I could say joy is going to watch my boys play footy <laughs> <laughs> which I do regularly and I count the days but it's not always joyful people it's not always joyful and it's an outside thing I mean I enjoy it 
But this joy, it's like it's soul food and it energizes you to be able to go in the right direction. I learned last year, which surprised me, was when we have moments of joy, that's when our soul gets to speak to us. And you don't get to have joy until you've let what needs to die, die. And then there's room for the rebirth. But if we don't let the old die, we're in denial, we're hanging on, I'm still selling my soul a bit. You're not going to get to the rebirth because it has to die first. So something has to die in us and, and those out, outbursts of energy, of anger, of pain, of outspokenness or just feeling it in yourself. It's like, okay, there's your clue, Katie, that has to die now. And I will honour that. It's scary because it means letting go of something that I can rely on security-wise, but it's, it doesn't matter. If you're a raven, you know, it doesn't matter. That's, mm. uh, I'll fall over it. It doesn't matter. If it has to die, it has to die. And then the joy comes and then the rebirth comes and creating from your soul is joy communicating connection and presence and gratitude this is joy when I was teaching this at the end of last year and I'd love everyone who's watching this to go away and do this after we finish Erica and I'll let you talk in a minute I promise but I asked people to play the fourth movement of Beethoven's ninth symphony it's called Ode to Joy and I said please remember everywhere everyone it's the most glorious piece of music I mean, you, your whole soul is utterly uplifted. This is what I'm saying. The arts are soul. It's hard. It connects your home. What, thank you, Joe Josie. She's just saying it's awesome. My raven is very grateful for that, that I'm not sounding too lunatic. Let's remember Beethoven was totally deaf and he couldn't hear a note of this in real life. And his joy and his expression of joy from pain, from death, that's the soul talking. This is the soul can bring us home and exquisite go and listen to the fourth movement Beethoven's fourth symphony and imagine you've suffered that much when you're a composer and a genius and yet he can hear it within him and he gives it to the world anyway that is joy and it's about giving from our souls my darlings that is joy it can't be from an external thing I won this job it'll last for a while I had this child I got married you know we have the the eros love for a while which is all the i'm in love passionate whatever then there's agape if you're lucky if you're both adult enough trevor you can't come in here oh we could have cried there's, there's a crow on the balcony oh hello <laughs> that that is actually quite amazing there you go you. sorry trevor sorry trevor you may hey. go you may go bloody hell trevor i want to come to new zealand <laughs> there's no rain water so so anyway um when you hear what that is you think of the most joyful moments that's sustainable like you can have short-term enjoyment i'm thinking of enjoy enjoyment and i'm thinking of joy is something much deeper and richer that sustains you and it helps you stay centered even if the world is really awful outside you can feel joy and peace when you're here even if the things externals of your life aren't okay it's an internal thing and this is where we get messed up erica with what joy isn't segue over to you darling well this is what i love to talk about most of all is how because this is what i've been dealing with for the last what 10 years is all of the ways we we fuck up getting to joy how we distance ourselves from joy by pursuing all the wrong things by masculine neutral dogma which was never going to be and we weren't meant to find soul like they both intentionally took us away from soul Let's make no bones about it. And, you know, we talk about, I listen to, I listen to quite a few people in terms of philosophy and psychology, and I particularly love listening to Dr. Gabor Mate, who's a trauma and addiction specialist, and he talks about why we're all traumatized, essentially. He says, you know, you can be traumatized from childhood, literally from not being seen for who you are, from not being acknowledged and heard and validated as a child you can grow up with trauma from that that trauma leads to addiction behaviors and he he deals with those um from a compassionate approach he 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 doesn't go what's wrong with you he goes what happened to you and essentially his work in a nutshell is is how we as children learn how to cope with not feeling seen and we add things to our lives that make us feel better or that help us avoid the pain. And this is how we avoid connection and joy yeah. Yeah. growing up. So for me, it was numbing. 
I I would pretend like I wasn't hurt. I would pretend like I was quite happy in myself. Thank you very much. I don't need connection or joy. Thank you. I, I'm quite happy. And but these behaviors affect people every day. And a lot of people defend them and say, I need that. That is my joy. That behavior, yeah. that little addiction of mine. And that addiction can be anything from watching you know certain types of entertainment it can be from shopping it can be alcohol it can be drugs it can be whatever you want it to be but you know we get little kicks little reinforcement of our child shadow ideas of what's good for us and we get really stuck in them and yeah. they keep us from being joyful they keep us from being connected and it it's like a blanket and it just lies on top of us and it's almost like you you actually can't get to joy no. at all you haven't got a prayer of finding joy through those paths. If you're if you're covering your life up with little behaviors and tricks to avoid pain. That's exactly right. And then we can't hear our soul either. The the things we do to numb ourselves to temper the pain of well, we don't know what brings us joy. We don't know who we are. We don't know what to do to bring us joy. And we might have fallen into it a few times and go, that's pretty good, but we also won't prioritise it. Mm. It'll feel like the neutral can come in and the, and the masculine and say, you need to be busier, you need to do more, you haven't earned enough to have a rest yet. You know, the mm. capitalist psychology is more, 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 more. Ask Liz Truss, growth, growth, growth. And then she looks over at her auto cue. She's the worst public speaker in the history of the world. <laughs> I'm pretty good at public speaking. I was just appalled. She's a death cult. It's just great. She's going to kill the, the UK conservatives. And it's the end of neoliberalism, just like Dutton's doing a great thing. You know Dutton, who's the, the um, leader of the opposition. They're not even the opposition anymore. It's just hilarious how fucked they were under Morrison. This They were all the same philosophies, which is really dark MN and entitlement and corruption. And we'll have life as we want. We don't care how hard it is for you because you're less than us. This is endemic in these political systems in this way, especially from the right wing. And um, Dutton did a press conference the other day, Erica, and he had one person there and there were 20 chairs. <laughs> I was thrilled. It was one of the happy days for me to have a look at, see, there was joy. Now that was schadenfreude. That's a little bit different. But, oh, you know, but he went home and had a little drinky to make himself feel better about that. I bet he did. So they want to be relevant. But I said that the Liberal Party died on our election night and they were irrelevant and they are irrelevant. And now journalists are saying exactly the same thing because it's bloody obvious. The same thing is happening now in America. Uh, we'll, see, well, we'll see what happens with America. Uh, it's very, very interesting. We'll go there. They've got midterms coming up. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Trump won't be running in 2024. I've known that for a long time. So this is good. No, he won't be. He won't be. Whether he's in jail because they're going to catch him like Al Capone with um, the fraud and the other stuff, but he's not going to be there. And they're overreaching on the abortion issue. Mm -hmm. um, is going to have cost them. They could have done a lot of damage. That, and as Michael Moore says, who I love, God, the wackadoodle candidates that got out there, fuck me. And it's there's millions more who say, are seeing through that. Millions more are awakening everywhere. Whether you're into this work or not, Erica, there's actually an awakening happening. But coming back to joy and what joy isn't, mm -hmm. our world with the masculine entitlement and uh, neutrals, it's like I work really, really hard. Well, I deserve a drink, don't I? Mm -hmm. I deserve our treat, don't I? I deserve a dot, 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 fill in the okay. blank. A fancy handbag, yeah. a massage. And when you have to earn these things by doing MFN child shit, mm. it's not. Going You're just barely surviving and it's not a treat and it's not sustainable and you just keep on, on the the grinding. It's like a, a mouse in a, in a wheel. It's just grinding, grinding, grinding. And so the hedonism is not joy, but people think it is joy. So I need more joy and I need more nights out, more partying, but I'm actually numbing myself. And every time we go there, we actually are moving further away from home, which is the only place that we don't have. We've got to come home to find our joy. And so it's great knowing your personas because you can start, you can be addicted to looping. Absolutely. You can be addicted to drama. You can be addicted to suffering and to playing the victim. You can be addicted to being the dictator, dominator. You can be addicted to being the fucking Nazi police about control and that was the wrong word and you haven't followed the rules and do it again, tick that box. Sorry, come back next week. Like we can, can be, be the addicted neighbor to the, the road who nags all the other neighbours to mow their lawns. That can yeah. be an addiction, you know. 
We've got a lovely lady in our apartment who, um, if a drip comes from the air conditioning coming over, she comes and knocks on your door. She better not come knock on my door this this time. Apps, that's her meaning of her life is to go and knock on doors. Your your thing's dripping. Oh, how tragic is that? Apparently, she was an ambassador's wife. Was she? And he died, so she has no relevance. So now she's the drip lady. But anyway, moving on. So. Should I call her that when she knocks on the door? I don't know. I think that could be helpful. So here's my parrot going, people. Here's my parrot going. So what I'm saying to us today is listen to those outbursts of energy that it is your soul saying that's a compromise or a selling of soul that can no longer be dishonoured. We cannot be not see ourselves and not hear ourselves. Our soul has been given permission. The zoo is no longer owned by the masculine and the, the cages are crumbling as much as people may be trying to patch them up, they're crumbling like the bridge between Crimea and Russia that got blown up today, which stops Putin from being able to take his troops into Ukraine. It's happening so rapidly. What you see externally is happening within you. It's macro, micro. So that means the bridge for your masculine to trot out and demand and lead and do all this, it's broken. It just caught fire. And the fire is to kill the ego, it's burning of ego of child default settings. So what's going to come its place? Well, you're going to be very uncomfortable. This is new. This is new territory. None of us have been here. Nowhere near like this. It's been a massive birthing week. And it's about what do your birds want to do in your map? Those of you who know your maps, is with it swan, raven, owl, peacock, parrot, nightingale, sparrow, honoring the adult elder of what they are. It's like you're going to have to fly now and the animals are here in service. They are here in service. Um, masculine neutrals are here in service and you have to listen to your feminine now. And when you feel that burst of speaking, you're normally someone who doesn't speak. I'm sorry, you need to speak. Even if you're awkward about it and it's intimidating to speak up to the masculines, you've got to do it. Mm. Like No longer do we allow this hierarchy to exist in ourselves, in our relationships, in our work, anywhere. Mm. Yeah. Thoughts, Erica. Any questions, people watching? Yeah, drop your questions in. I just want to say um, for people who don't have their maps yet, um, doing the quiz is a really good way of getting started. There's some really, really good resources you can find on the website, like the ebooks, for example. And you you should be able to figure out, you know, your top three pretty well. And then just try them on. If you're looking for the first step to joy my my personal advice would be get lots of sleep don't drink alcohol and figure out your soul map <laughs> would would be my top three um when you find your highest bird that's that's like finding it's like finding your heart it's like figuring out what you're here for and yeah. it sets you it gives you the confidence to go out and honor to honor who honor. you are and it will you'll get flashbacks to when you were 14 when you were 19 when you were five when you tried to be that bird and you yes. got shut down yeah. now you're, you're old enough you're adult enough now to actually own it and bring it out yeah. and that also i think i can i think i can share this um the lovely nat who's our mentor and head coach is uh organizing a mini course um which is called creating boundaries which healthy boundaries creating healthy boundaries there you go um and it's it's happening in about three or four weeks early november i think and i would just so recommend to go and do her work if you're someone who especially if you have a strong feminine um because you the feminines have the most trouble with standing their ground and holding boundaries with themselves and with others um this will be huge for finding your joy line and for holding your joy line and your purpose strongly yeah. in your hearts. and so taking yourself seriously and learning that you are actually equally important and having the courage to speak now not because it's just second nature to step back or to minimize what you are um yeah it's a great idea and we have a lot of dominant feminines here who love this work we are right behind you. We want to enable you to be heard and seen and valued now. Every The feminine is actually being healed, Erica, in every one of us now, whatever gender, wherever it sits, masculine, neutral, feminine, whatever order of those three that you have. And there's a quiz for that as well that you can look at. And But that has to be healed now. 
mm. all, always in everyone. And where we've done the wrong thing by our own inner feminine, it's going to call us out now and I welcome it and I will bow down and I will serve and I'm uncomfortable. My line wants to go, da, 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 and that like, shut the fuck up, Katie. And I know now I've had so many huge executions having to learn this lesson. I now voluntarily sit back and go, it's another time where you have to stop and listen. Stop and listen, masculine. Stop, listen and honour. And what are you avoiding? What do you think you're so entitled to not have to do that the rest of us does? That's an arrogance that has to die now. And, and how are you going to rectify that? The clue is, as Judy was saying a bit earlier, whatever you're weakest in, that's the one you've got to come up with to get balanced. And it's a challenge. But, but it's worth it, isn't it, Erica? Oh, it's so worth it. Honestly, people talk about happiness and I'm oh, really good. I'm having a great week. And I'm like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I'm steady. I'm joyful. I'm, I'm fulfilled. It's like, I have, I have my, my life as it goes. And then I have my life with this work. But since, since like my map only got finalized, my final, final soul map only got finalized a few months ago when I found Peacock in, in number six and I'm still celebrating my soul map being complete. Like I yeah. see myself now in this map and it helps me like just for example, so self-parenting happens in number six for me to discover a peacock in number six, which is harsh about body image issues. You want to talk about addictions, looking mm -hmm. at yourself in the mirror and calling yourself ugly or to whatever. I don't do that anymore. Okay, I almost never do that anymore. Yeah, <laughs> it's, very it's a very big one. But there's ways of avoiding, of killing joy in every one of your map locations. And if you can name them all and get out of your own way, yeah, it's huge. Yeah. It is absolutely huge. It's funny because I've had that Peacock issue as well. Mine's Peacock 5. And even though someone said, oh, yeah, I told her that I'd sort of crossed that bridge and got to the other side of it for the first time really genuinely in my life. Um, last week and she said yeah but you're old Katie <laughs> thank you very much yes I know I'm old but I could still be feeling it and I actually the joy of everything's exactly as it's meant to be like our bodies reflect that's very important and loving the uniqueness that's another thing that's different about the bird age that's important the neutrals always want us to conform there's a routine and a way of doing things and we go to school and we learn to tick the boxes and do exams and do assignments and you can't do that and you can't do that. You won't make money out of that. That's not a valid career. You've got to do that. You've got to do that. Oh, you're a waste of space. You'll be a loser. Achieve here. Then you do this. Then you do that. Well, that pathway is now closed for the younger generations. And it's, um, it, it's so that doesn't work, which is great, which is one of the reasons that helps it, it die. But also any sort of uniqueness of look, of personality, though this is beyond personality, of who I am uniquely, who you are, what my body is uniquely, what, I, what anything is uniquely, and that it can change over time. Mm. Um, just accepting and embracing all of that and you look at all the out there stuff, which is masculine neutral stuff about how we should be, how we should behave, how we should look, what we should do and what is a waste of space. I really got over that this week and I, I highly recommend it. I actually highly recommend it. It's a place of peace so you get on with creating. We get on with creating because the beauty in everyone that we meet doing this stuff, Erica, is just so, so, so gorgeous. It's just, I love that. And when I see very beautiful or very um, people who are working so hard to look like everyone else in that, I can't find them. I can't see any beauty. I just see a mannequin. I can't see beauty at all. And I find emptiness and shallowness. And it's it's actually, I find it very ugly. I'm only interested in, in seeing you from the inside out, my darlings. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about joy. Honour what brings you sustainable long-term joy. Being fulfilled brings joy. Being online with purpose, listening to your soul brings joy. Gratitude and, and loving brings joy. Um, it's just so important that we feel we allow ourselves to have this and we take time. You don't get a lot of joy if you're rushing around or busy, busy, busy with a list a mile long, Erica. No, thank you. Never doing that again. No. Balance. Expect a lot of earthquakes and changes coming up, people, that if we're just feeling this three weeks after the, the, the literal funeral ceremony ending that era, 
we've got a lot of things. It's like the Twin Towers coming down on us. It's like the bridge burnt in us. And then the way the neutral will come in and go, you shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have said that. Tone it down, do this. Well, I'm, that's gone in the bin for me right now. I'm not remotely interested in what a neutral says to me about how colourful or funny I am. And I'm not going to have it dismissed and minimised anymore. I'm going to I'm going to take responsibility to see and value myself if we get back to Gabor Mate, mm. that it's the not seeing and hearing of our whole self that causes trauma and then that causes addictions. That can be emotional, mental, physical, spiritual, whatever you like. Mm. But the more we come home and we are true to what we really are and we especially redefine how we see the feminine personas and what they're really about and really value them, I tell you what, there's going to be a very radical and fast change. But the feminine is just saying, I'm, I'm done. You don't get to step over me anymore. Mm. I'm welcoming it. Um, I thought I'd be here. Oh, my goodness. It's a yeah. Journey. Falling in love addiction's got nothing to do with love. You're right. That's love addiction is just crap. Fucking sparrow, peacock, hopium. You know, if I do a meditation course and manifest, I can manifest a great job, great income, and my soulmate. All of that stuff has to die. It's got nothing to do with life. It's got nothing to do with truth. These, I tell you what's also dying. Thank you for mentioning that, Michelle. Is the false feminine? Mm. I'm really good at killing fairy tales and those sort of stupid dreams so watch out people that's what happens when you do this work you have to you have to grow up mm. you have to let go of fairy tales you have to let go of playing the roles we've been forced to be in but you have a choice now you don't have to stay there no all right no. i think we've done thank I you we did all right i think we did all right thank you everyone who came thank you everyone who's listening later on um god knows what next week will be but that was a very strong theme it was a very very powerful week this week wasn't it erica it was huge yeah, yeah new age feminine stuff we're not doing we're not doing it all right my darlings thank you so much for being here we'll see you all next week eric and i'll be here bye <laughs> Thanks to everyone who has listened. If this has piqued your curiosity and you'd like to get an idea of your persona archetypes, we have a wonderful free quiz and lots of free resources at katieedentodd.com. So go there, find out what you might have, and you can go as little or as far as you like to discover who are you really. Enjoy. <laughs>